Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. Do it. Waste your time, you know you're gonna be mine. That song. I don't know that song. Oh, you don't know that song. I thought it was my neck, my, my back. back, lick my pussy, <laughs> yeah, my crack. What is on brand for this episode? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Hello, everyone. What's Welcome. up? Welcome. It's it is JD and Paige here again. I am the JD. <laughs> and I am the Paige. And here we are again <laughs> in your ears, and or ear. Truth. Um. How have you been, JD? I've been really good. I'm really hungry. I think that's a common thread, thread throughout yes. this entire podcast is that I'm always starving. I am also always hungry, just not as vocal about it. I mean, it. I could eat. I could eat. <laughs> Productions. <laughs> I just orally winked at you. <laughs> what noise would that make? Ding. Ding. I love it. <laughs> I have a heavy ass eyelash, so it's just. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I love it. <laughs> it's a butterfly effect, but with my face. I love it. Um, well, if they want to follow you on all your adventures, where would they do that? JD.MONTE on the ghost, on the bird, I'm Jodiel BB, and on the camera emoticon, I am Petty Prince Jr. <laughs> I love it. I am um, at Paige Clarno on the bird. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't remember everything you just said. Um, is it emoticon instead of emoji? That's cute. Anyways. I'm an early 2004 baby. You're cute. Um, I am Paige and Reno Land on Instagram, and we together are... I couldn't help I was like, we saw Chanel? I thought, I thought you were gonna say it, and so I waited. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pause, because we both just like... <laughs> We swear I, on Chanel Podcast.com. We, we swear on Chanel on Twitter and Instagram. And I couldn't help a podcast on Facebook. And I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. So, yeah. And that's it. Do you guys want my home address? And I hope you guys can hear my Korean washing machine in the background. It's just finished alone. I don't see race. <laughs> well, this one does. I, like, I joke all the time. I'm like, it's the Korean national anthem. <laughs> It's such a weird freaking noise. It's like, do, 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 do. It's like a MIDI file of hilarious. I think actually at work we have the same washer. Because I think it plays the same sound. That's beautiful. It might just be the same brand. I love that's it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm going to have to go investigate. Does it have a clear a clear top? Can you no. see through it? No, God. I wish I could. Uh, That'd be so beautiful. It. It's like a glass bottom boat, but you know, for but your washing machine. But top and not a boat. Yes. <laughs> Um, I would also like to promote my blog. Do it. Kill the kid. Dot WordPress. Blog. Oh, is it blog? Okay. Kill the kid blog dot WordPress dot com. That may not be correct. I only send links to people and I don't say it out loud, so I already forgot. That's but fair. if you like hearing me complain about things, which you probably should because you listen to this podcast, yeah, I go on that blog and I complain about my favorite characters in horror movies dying, and then I'm like, this is why I like them. This is why I was sad that they died, and here's who should die instead. I love it. At some point, um, at I Could Eat Productions, I will start a blog. Sick. Yeah. What's yours going to be about? 
Um, mostly about the things about Sex and the City that I want to expound on. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And if you're feeling it, we can do what he said, she said. You can well, add what we'll you see. want. We'll see. Well, I, you're, um, busy. you're busy. My blog schedule is very, very <laughs> occupied right now. You're so once I have busy. a little bit more time, it's fair. we'll see what I could do. But you can also follow me at Kill the Kid at kill underscore the underscore kid <laughs> at twitter.com because I wanted to kill the kid just with nothing and it was unavailable and then you could put blog at the end of it and I was like uh not on twitter ha fair and it's cute and I designed all of my own headers and banners and icons cute I like it thanks you're beautiful um speaking of things that need correcting <gasps> I have to correct myself because I was right Jim Gaffigan was on the last episode Sharding dude was Kim was was Jim Caffigan. I am shook. <laughs> I absolutely hate the way you phrased that because I was like, um, I have to correct myself because I was right. <laughs> God, that is so you, and that's so annoying. I'm gonna punch you in the face. It's true. Corrections corner. I was right. <laughs> Corrections corner. I was a hundred percent correct in my initial reaction that that was Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> also, weird corrections corner for the TV show. So we were making fun of Shaw, who has mm-hmm. a silent Y in her name. But in the credits, it's just S-H-A, the way it is phonetically. It's, and that's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Where's the Y? That's silent. Is it invisible too? What the fuck? It's dumb, is what it is. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny Beggs. <sighs> we're going to get famous one of these days, and she's going to be like, you guys, I'm just... I was just trying to get that paycheck. I know. It's going to be bad. If I ever meet her, I'm going to be like, listen, I'm sure you're a lovely girl. You're just a terrible writer. Damn. You're going to be all that? I'm going to be like, girl, I love your work. The Greatest uh, Snowman, incredible. The Greatest Snowman. <laughs> what in the world? I took two of my least favorite movies from last year and I combined them into one. I love it. Double negatives make a positive. The Snowman and The Greatest Showman. That's beautiful. Snowman was fucking terrible and that has no redeeming qualities. Is that from her too, or you're no, just making? You're just that's okay. Based off a novel by Joe Nespo, starring Michael Fassbender, Val Kilmer, and Rebecca Ferguson, and it was <laughs> so fucking bad. And I went to go see it with Chris, and Chris yes. had no idea what it was about, but I had read all the Joe Nespo novels because mm-hmm. a series of the novels based off of Harry Hole, which like I get it that in its original language it sounds different, but how you can have a character named Harry Hole? Yeah, that's bitch. a roughie. You said yourself a disappointment, but we were watching, and Chris was like. I thought this was about a killer snowman. I was like, what the fuck? You thought we were going to see bullshit like that? He was like, well, it's I was going with you. Uh, I'm like, tweak a tweak. You're right. (laughs) That movie's bad. Don't watch it. Okay, I won't. Thanks. I promise. I'm going to text your roommate and see if he watches what his opinions are about it. Okay, you text. Open that dialogue. You open that dialogue. In the meantime, um, we are recapping season four, episode four. What's sex got to do with it? What's sex got to do, got got to do with it? Uh, the synopsis is, during drinks with the girls, Carrie makes a big announcement. What is Samantha it? Samantha has some news of her own. She is in a real, quote-unquote, relationship with a woman named Maria. Can I just say that even the synopsis is judgy? Yeah! Like, the quotations around relationship? Fuck you, synopsis. I mean, but they also know that it's bullshit. Okay, the way that it's the way that it has been promoted so far, we'll get into it specifically. Yes. But that's not how any of this works. No. And the show knows it. The gals know it. Mm-hmm. And the synopsis book knows it. I hate it. I, I mean, yeah. 
I, hate, I also hate it. It's so it's awful. Anyways, who do, who would you like to start with? Let's like start with Miranda. Miranda, because what the fuck was that? She just did a lot of eating, and now all I want to do is go to Rayleigh's and get a chocolate cake. I want cheesecake, or I want tres leches, but I want homemade cheesecake. That's what I'm gonna do this week. I'm there gonna make go. myself a cheesecake. Ooh, that's good. That's nice. Thanks. So I always use my dad's recipe, and I was like, oh, I'm so excited. And then I went to Thanksgiving one year with my brother and my sister and their mom and their family. And I was like, oh, you know what? I can I can make my dad's cheesecake recipe. And then uh, their mom was like, what's the recipe? My dad's ex-wife. She was like, what's the recipe? And I was like, this is this. She's like, oh, oh my God. That's my, my recipe. recipe. And I was like, <gasps> Take. And then she taught me how to make it better. Oh. So then I came back and I was like, first of all, you told me that was your recipe. And my dad was like, no, I just taught you how to make cheesecake. I didn't say it was my recipe because <laughs> my dad's that bitch. And I then I made it. it even better with a new recipe. And he was so, so upset. Oh, oh my I God. It was it. so funny. That's so funny. I was at a um, a party once years ago. This is years ago. Um, and one of my favorite, like, little Pinterest dessert things to make, because it's super simple, are Oreo truffles. Mm-hmm. Because all you do is pulverize, like, half a box of Oreos, mix Use in... a whole box, you fucking coward. No, because you have to sprinkle some on top. You have to... There's a little bit that you have to leave that you have to sprinkle on top. So you pulverize the whole thing, to mm-hmm. be fair. Um, but you set some aside to sprinkle on top. And you mix it with cream cheese... And then you melt chocolate and you just cover it in that and you shove it in the fridge for like at least an hour. Delicious. Potentially overnight. Super easy. Super simple. Um, So I'm at a party and I was like, oh, Oreo truffles. I love these. They're so like easy to make. And somebody says, oh, yeah, I made those. It's an old family recipe. And I said, really? Is your last name Kraft? Legit. Didn't know who she was in front of everyone. Called her ass out. Why was are you like, so aggressive? Because don't lie. <laughs> what if that was her truth? What that if was her not. family had told her that that was their family recipe? Well, then she just got shook. <laughs> I think that's garbage. Like, don't be like, it's a family recipe. Like, it literally was on the back of, like, a craft box. Like, it was on Pinterest everywhere. Everybody had pinned it. Everybody wanted to make it. If I could find it on Pinterest and I hate Pinterest, she needs to just reassess where she's lying. Tweak a tweak, I see that. Anyways, I was like, whatever, lady. I legit did. Is your last name Kraft? What if it was? <laughs> it wasn't, because she immediately looked super guilty and walked away, so she knew. She's like, my last name is Kraft. I can't believe that girl just hate crime to me. <laughs> Ethan Kraft from Liz McGuire, the TV show. <laughs> Best hottie. Best hottie. <laughs> All right. So Miranda is she's, protesting sex. She's decided that she has gone on strike. She is not sexting anymore. Okay, not and until her fi- relationships get fi- better. Yeah. Not until she she doesn't. She's done with going on bad first dates. And again, I feel that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I 100% feel that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm on a bit of a strike of my own right now. I just don't get why you're punishing yourself. Because the only person that that's affecting is you. Right, which is the girls point that out to her. Yeah. They're like, so uh, who's being affected by the strike? And she's like, mm, so far one, but I'm optimistic. And I'm like, what does that have to, you hope to go on a good date and then withhold sex from him to hurt more than one person? What are you, what are you, this is the, Miranda. For, right up front, this episode was garbage. 
It was I just not want great. To know. It wasn't great. With the the two episodes ago we we're like okay and then the last episode I was like okay mm-hmm. all right i can be here and this episode was like hey remember that one time the show's garbage yeah <laughs> here it is welcome back to thunderdome <laughs> <laughs> so miranda's decided to replace sex with chocolate which again fair chocolate. i'm here i'm Who's here for it chocolate? she goes to payard and gets like seven chocolate eclairs and eats them mm-hmm. which i'm like good for you do you do you get your life um, and she goes back to Payard, and I'm just saying Payard because it's blatant product placement that mm-hmm. they put this in the show, and he doesn't need that kind of exposure because he's so amazing. <laughs> like, his stuff is so good and so expensive, like, stupid expensive. I'm like, you get this as flour and sugar, right? Like, why are you charging so much money? So much money. You pay for the brand. You do pay for the brand, and it is delightful. To be fair, they had one when I lived in Vegas inside Caesar's Palace, and it was delightful. I would buy um, French macaroons there. Oh my god, they were great. But anyways, um, so yeah, she goes to Payard and she's like, I would, I, you know, instead of the eclairs, I would like the. <gasps> Cake, you know, how much is a cake? Like seven hundred dollars or something. Seventy four fifty. Was it seventy four fifty? Because then she was like, as in seventy four dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. And the guy was like, Yeah. She's like, never mind, I don't need that. Yeah, seventy four dollars. Ah, no. So she leaves and picks up a devil's food cake from Duncan Meyer. Is that what it is? I don't remember. Girl, I don't eat cake. I don't the know box, that. The box shit. <laughs> the, the shit box shit. The box. And you're very familiar. It's like a yellow yep. background with a red trim. Yeah. Duncan Hines, I think, is what it is. Anyways. She's throwing syllables at me, girl. I, just, I cannot I just, help you here. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but she makes this cake. She keeps going back to it and eating it. Um, even into the next day, where she realizes suddenly that she is going to gain three million pounds and get diabetes if she keeps this shit up and she has to stop. And she takes the cake. And she, she takes the cake. She takes the cake. <laughs> takes cake and she throws it in the trash. To which Joe is like, yes, good. Good for you. Don't eat. Don't. Don't do it. Don't eat the. Tr- don't eat the cake out of the trash. Don't do it. And I'm like, you know, she's going to do it. Eats the cake out of the trash. Realizes what she does. Immediately calls Carrie. Leaves a message on her answering machine. That's like, I just want to let you know that I just ate cake. Out of the trash. I am an awful person. I feel like you need this information when you check me into the Betty Crocker clinic, which I thought was a hysterical joke. Yes. Uh, but also, that is so real. Because there have been several times where I would text my friends, I'm like, uh, just so you know, <laughs> I have committed an error <laughs> and I'm going to be upset. So if you need to know why or why I'm not talking to anybody, <laughs> you know why. Fair. I don't ever admit that I'm wrong about anything. So, And even when you do, it's because you were right the first time. It's because I was right the first time. Somebody made me doubt myself and I am sorry about that. It was the show and it was really long ago and so it didn't look like Jim Gaffney. (laughs) (laughs) He looks younger now. He does. I don't know what happened. It was like he was like part albino but he got over it or something. That's what Sex in the City money. Maybe. Glowed up. (laughs) Um, also, be the W. I just figured out mm-hmm. that we're not going to have enough episodes to celebrate our 100th episode. We're not? No. Why? Because we... we're only at 40-something right now. Oh. And, and we're Because I'm not having the mini episodes. And I'm like, we're um, with, what? We have 
14 more here. I think. Eight next week. And then 18 episodes. Next week. <laughs> we say what that is it? like we do it in a week. You said next week. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> next season. Yeah. And then 18 more episodes. And that's not going to get us to 100. That's a real bummer. But also <gasps> because I really do want to legitimately go back and do show notes on um, ICouldEatProductions.com. I feel really bad about that because I'm... I'm not going to get to it anytime soon, but I do want to get to it eventually. But in the meantime, yeah, there. There's also the Carrie Diaries. There is the Carrie Diaries, but do you really want to watch the Carrie Diaries? Did I really want to watch Sex in the City? Yes, it was your idea. I wanted to do it for the show, and now it's like (laughs) I regret all of it. I have. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Okay. I love you too. Who's the girl who plays her? Anna Sophia Robb? Yes. Uh, I like her. I, think I they saw really, like the first two episodes, and I was like, "I like this cast." They really I just don't want to kick, yeah. want to watch the show. It's not that bad. There's like a gay kid. It's not that good like, either. Oh but my god! Imagine being rich, white, and gay. Oh my god, your life is so hard. <sighs> not to take away from the real problems that they had, but I was just like, you know what? <sighs> I don't care about this. I'm gonna go watch my show about a serial killer therapist, and then True. an analytic <laughs> FBI profiler who fall in love. I love it. And their love can never be. Their love can never be. It's um, my favorite love story. <laughs> <laughs> and their love could never be. Their yeah, love could never be. I hate that trope. Oh, I love it. I love it. Where everyone else is like, happily ever after. I was like, uh, no. And then I hear Angela and Julie, happily ever after. So just stories I haven't finished yet. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Damn. She said, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's mm. also an underrated movie. The movie's great. That brought them Welcome together. Welcome to IMDb, the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. <laughs> All right. Who do Are we still talking about food? We're no, still, we're done. No, we're done talking about food. Miranda eats... eats you fleshed that out really well. I was going to be like, uh, Miranda's protesting sex by eating chocolate, and then she stops eating chocolate. It's only because of my love for Payard. <laughs> Take a shot I'm every committed. time some pages at Payard. <laughs> I'm committed. Your be fucked up tonight. I, I am committed to good chocolate. What can I say? Um, Can we do Carrie next? Carrie also doesn't matter. uh, Yeah, let's do Carrie next. Carrie is uh, on her third date with Ray. Um, Then they've been to several, like three or four jazz clubs in one night, which you don't like jazz, Carrie. Why are you still there? Like, why would you agree to do things that you hate? I don't understand it. Anyways, um, Ray drops a truth bomb directly onto her head. And so fast with no warning. Yeah, minutes into the episode where he says that she needs to appreciate things as they are. And stop wishing for them to be something that they're not. And and it is gorgeous. Both uh, Joe and I looked at each other like, fuck, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I think we both wrote it down and like, uh, we need to process this right quick because this yeah. shit just got real. Yep. Um, her I couldn't help but wonder moment is what comes first, the chicken or the sex? Which uh, she's alluding to the fact that you can really, in any sort of relationship, it's that, it's that um, my so-called life quote where... Rayanne is like, what do you want out of this Jordan Catalano relationship? <laughs> and, <laughs> and and Claire Claire Danes' character, Angela Chase, is like full Stop saying the full names! I can't. Um she says, either sex or a conversation, ideally both. Cute. And 
that line has stuck with me for so long because I feel, and I want to know your opinion on this, I feel like in this day and age, you almost can't have both or it feels like you can't have both. What do you think? Um, I don't think that's true from my perspective. I definitely understand that it's very difficult to find both. And uh, with me and my boyfriend, when we first started talking, I was like, I hope this turns into something more. And we both decided that we weren't going to have sex until it was more. Because we didn't want it to become a sex thing. So I was Uh like, that's absolutely fair. I think with anything, you have to find the right person. Mm -hmm. I think you have to put in the work. You have to go on the bad dates to get to the good ones. Mm -hmm. Not by, like, you need to earn them. But I think that you're always going to have more negative than positive in your life and you have to fight through the negative to get to the positive mm-hmm. and I don't think it helps making broad generalizations that all X is garbage or all X doesn't work because like me and my boyfriend we met on Tinder and then there's a bunch of people like oh online dating doesn't work I was like I don't think it works for everybody no well and there's certain instances where you just again have to wade through all of that bad shit because there's so many disgusting assholes on tinder yeah and one of my best friends is going through right now she's like i'm on online dating but i have my standards where i want my standards i'm not gonna say anything less Mm -hmm. so why am i wasting my time with that but then people don't like me back or people just want to have sex yeah and they're like no that that's why i understand that it's totally it's it's totally it's very difficult and that's why i don't want to be like no people are just complaining too much because i that's not the truth Mm -hmm. it's very very difficult to do but i do think that it is Mm -hmm. possible Mm-hmm. And I don't think it has to be one or the other. I don't see the problem in enjoying one or the other while you're on that journey. Mm-hmm. As long as you know what you're about. And stop wishing it was something else, but appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. That's where that can tie back in. Because if you're with someone who just has great conversation, but you know it's not going to lead anywhere to the passion, to the sex, mm-hmm. that's okay. You have a friend you can converse with. Unless you're like, you know what? No, fuck friends. I don't need friends. I just want someone to fuck right now. Mm -hmm. And then if there's someone that you like, oh, I want to have sex with them, but it's not going to get into anything worse, you can appreciate having good sex. uh, If it's good sex. Mm -hmm. If it's bad sex and they only want to have sex, be like, uh, no. No. Yeah. Not worth my time. You can find people who can give you good sex who can't give you good relationships. Yeah. And or conversation. You just have to realize what it is. Mm -hmm. And be like, okay, will I get too emotionally involved if we're just having sex, but I know they won't like me? Yes. Okay. Don't get into that. Mm-hmm. Wait. Just wait. And she wants to make this a relationship because she has a mind-blowing orgasm with him that she said, I normally don't have that with people I don't love. And you totally scoffed, so I want you to expound. Well, it was in her situation. Not for everybody. That's true. I do think that you can have really, really great sex with someone that you love. Mm-hmm. I think for me personally, I think it feels better. Because just my comfort zone, I can let myself free with someone that I really, really love and respect. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm able to enjoy this for what it is and to the fullest capacity. Mm-hmm. Not that other people can't do that with strangers. Mm-hmm. Or with people that aren't that close to them. They have that, just for me. But with this show, keep the, I can't point to a specific one right now, which really does not help my uh, argument. But Carrie talks about having great sex several times, and it's not with someone that she loves. So, like, uh, they just brought that up. I think she... have a conversation now. So, I think that she means that she's never... Like, because women normally don't have just orgasms. Mm-hmm. And aren't comfortable enough to have orgasms around somebody that they don't trust and therefore love. 
And I think that she means that more than she means, like, just, I had great sex. Because you can have great, as a woman, anyway. um, Hashtag, maybe not all women. um, You can have great sex, and it never even remotely comes close to orgasm. Mm -hmm. Because it's so much harder for a woman to do it. Absolutely. And so I think maybe that's what she meant by it, is that she's never had a mind-blowing orgasm. Like, she might have come close, but never actually had, like, an amazing orgasm with somebody that she didn't completely know or trust. It feels like it was just dropped there to give us that line. Probably. Instead of having built up to it. Because I don't recall her being like, oh my god, having sex with Big, it gives me a mind-blowing orgasm. Right. Not that it has to be. Because I I think that they mind-fuck each other way more than they fuck-fuck each other. And that's why she likes it. Mm -hmm. But then I I think it was a Timothy Oliphant's character that she was like uh the orgasms were incredible he just was a pig mm-hmm. and i think yeah, I recall it correctly. yeah so that's what i'm just like that's fair. if it if the show had earned that line i would have gone with it but i was like you haven't given us anything just to drop this line now true to fit your episodic narrative okay and i don't like that that's why i scoffed not okay. at the notion not no no, the no. i knew that it. it wasn't the notion i just knew that it got your goat and so i wanted yeah, to I was see like, shut the fuck up carrie yeah. <laughs> Tau, ep- Tau episode Carrie, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Carrie's cool. I'm yeah. starting to f- supermodel Carrie. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm feeling for her. Okay, so it was just this episode that I reminded me. I was like, oh, fuck you, I Carrie. I forgot God that I hate it. Carrie. <laughs> yeah, she, she, yeah, she talks about having the mind-blowing orgasm, and then they, like, kind of go through, like, a little montage um, where everybody's having sex and Miranda's eating, uh, where she's like giggling before she orgasms and i'm like who giggles before they orgasm i i like her giggle i i think one of her i think her giggles is like where she shines the brightest because that's where i generally feel she's in character and i and i don't disagree but who giggles before an orgasm nobody it's it's tickling that spot really quick you're like i have it i don't have it i don't think so either but i think it's cute okay and i'm like that's the one thing i'm like i'll accept it fair enough i thought it was become the topic of the episode where she's like I can't believe that I giggle before I nut yeah. and then she tell all the girls about it and she was gonna be like I don't make any sounds when I'm having sex and Miranda's like I'd be lucky if I can get one off <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know what's mm. the greatest orgasm the one with chocolate <laughs> so I'd be like oh honey no I don't giggle mm-hmm. I chartle <laughs> <laughs> terrible well that's um, what I'm about yeah so let's move on to Charlotte yeah okay so, Charlotte has a very boring, boring, really, really terribly boring <laughs> subject line where she just, she she has sex with Trey, which she did the last episode, whatever, um, keeps wanting him to say, move back in, and he doesn't. And so she gets cranky, and in the middle of a shower while she's thinking about it, storms out, yells at him, says that he's just completely focused on his penis, and not their relationship and she's going home and she goes home and then he comes crawling to crawling back knocks on her door says you know i want you to move in i want to be with you i want you to sell this apartment you know will you remarry me and she says yes and i don't even i don't have a single damn thing to say about it and don't care nothing happened no Nothing happened. It's been the same thing where we're like, are they back together? Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna sell her apartment and then, like, they're gonna break up anyway because they haven't actually discussed any actual problems that they actually have. 
Welcome to Charlotte. Yeah. So, real quick, who directed this episode? Um, so this episode was directed by Alan Cotier. Okay, I hope he never comes back. Because there were some choices that were made (laughs) that were very ugly. He was trying to give the show style, and I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. This show does not warrant it. (laughs) So every time he did it, I was like, oh, I'm watching someone trying to elevate this. And it is very ugly. And in Charlotte's shower scene, there's this, like, heavy operatic choral music playing. Yeah. And then she's just, like, giving weird looks. She's thinking about it while Carrie is narrating. And then she has shampoo in her hair, and then she gets more aggressive with the shampooing of the hair, and then she's like, I'm going, I'm gonna, I have opinions, and I'm gonna tell them and walk out. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? It was very ugly. And then the, like, the quality of film or digital, whatever they recorded this on, became really weird and overexposed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are we watching? This yeah. is ugly. Yeah, it was not great. And that's Charlotte. <laughs> it was not, not great. great. <laughs> and that's Charlotte. That's Charlotte. Um, so Samantha finally tells the girls that she has been dating Maria. And they take it not well. They are rude. They are yeah. homophobic. Yeah. They are complete pieces of shit about it. And I hate them all because... The only thing that they should be shaming her about is the fact that she's in a relationship and not about the fact that she's in a relationship with a woman. I remember Why the first... Why would they be shaming her for being in a relationship? Because she's not a relationship person and she stuck by that for so long. They could be joking with her, but they don't have to shame her. And they don't have to shame her. That's not what I was saying. Okay. They were, they, the only thing that they should be giving her a hard time about... Yes. Is okay. Okay. You're gonna be in a relationship, but like they are like legit on the street going, "Oh my god, I can't believe she eats pussy." Yuck! Like they're awful. They are awful. Samantha's also awful in how she presents it, and I understand that the show isn't very nuanced and doesn't have a lot of texture. Yeah. But Samantha's like, "Oh, I'm seeing someone, Maria." Mm-hmm. That's right, girls. I'm a lesbian now. Yeah, she literally says, "I'm a lesbian now," and I'm like, mm. "I'm like, I, that's it's a, not how that works." It's a product of the time. Yes. We didn't have anywhere. We didn't have any way else to define it, uh, and so I can almost forgive it, but not quite. I still, I still cannot 100. percent I can't do either it. because pansexuality was a topic that began being discussed early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But before then, bisexuality was already a word. Mm-hmm. And for this show not to have gone there... That's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that because obviously she adores Dick. Yeah. And so there's no way that she would just change her settings straight to women. Or at least not even have the conversation. Because I don't want to take away from the fact that there have been women who have been with men and then like, actually, I am a lesbian. And it took me until this long to figure it out or to have that conversation with myself mm-hmm. or to accept it. But I am a lesbian. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying with Samantha, she didn't even have the idea to be like, oh, I'm with a woman now. I don't have to define it. Right. Or be like, oh, I'm with a woman now. I still like men. I can like both. Mm-hmm. Or I can like someone regardless of their sex and or gender. Right. That yeah. wasn't a conversation had. And I know mm-hmm. that Sex and City wasn't going to go there. But her, for her to be so smug and be like, that's right, girls. I'm a lesbian. I'm a lesbian now. Yeah. So I was like, that's why your friends don't care about you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're difficult. Yeah. And I don't like the way they responded either. Like, uh, But I, I, it wasn't okay how they responded. But it made sense 
with the type of friends that they are, and with the tone deafness of the show for them to be like, uh, mm-hmm. no, bitch, you're fucking lying. Yeah. And that it bothered me so much because even when they tried mm-hmm. to be nice about it, Charlotte was still like, oh my god, stop talking about your relationship. You're talking about, like, vaginas. Ugh. Like, no. She she did legitimately sit through and listen to all of your tray bullshit. The very least you could do is afford her the same opportunity. That's, I, that, But that tracks for Charlotte, though. It Charlotte is that Charlotte. bitch. Like, I'm gonna talk about my problems and my male's penis problems. But it still but makes don't me talk mad. to me about your shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because these, <laughs> these people are not friends. No, they don't care about each other. They don't, and it sucks. Although and Samantha does care about Carrie, and she's very good about because Kim Cattrall is selling this show. Because yeah, because she did. She had a phone conversation with her. She called her up, and she was like, "All right, you know how how far did you guys shit talk me? Three blocks, nine blocks? Like, how long was it?" She knew that they were gonna shit talk her. And she was nice enough to actually legitimately say, to, like, call and be like, I, I know you're a shady bitch. What happened? <laughs> they deserve each other, honestly. All these fucking friends. They do. Ugh. And, but she's, she does have a really good conversation with the girls about how they're like, oh, how can you do this? And she was like, I am getting an education on the female anatomy and I love that she's so here for learning, even if it's just about sex. And that's, I did like that. And I like the way she phrased it, where everyone else is like, how are you doing this? She's like, I'm having character growth. I'm learning things that are outside of my peripheral, and that's beautiful. Yes. But also, I don't like how dumb they made her. Yeah. There were several facts that they threw out about her, or that she was like, did you know that this about the vagina? Did you know that this? Mm-hmm. I was like, you would have known that. Yeah, you should have known that. But you know what? In that day and age, I don't think they would have. I don't think any of the rest of them would have. I think Samantha would have, though. True. That's fair. Because, one, Samantha's never been dumb. Samantha's been smart. Mm Mm-hmm. And Samantha knows enough about her and her body to know certain things. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's why she, like, came back with certain just vagina facts. I was like, you would have known that. Yeah. It would have been nice for the show to take responsibility and give us a couple of vagina facts that weren't on the very front page of vaginafacts.com. That's a that on that. That would be really awesome if this show could teach me anything. But or something that would be specific to that. Mm-hmm. Like, did you know that two women doing this causes this? That mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known unless a woman touched me there because a woman knows. Mm-hmm. That I'll buy. Right. That I'll buy. Yeah. But so far, the only thing that I have learned recently from this show is that um, the Portuguese like to help out. <laughs> That's it. When what you come in, the when porchetta? you come, the porchetta, yeah. <laughs> sure. Ah, it sounds good. And but she just Yeah. It's ugh, I hate it. I hate that they do that. And that that she gets surprised by what they call the female ejaculation. So she's getting off Maria and Maria ejaculates and she's shocked and surprised and she was like is that a good thing or a bad thing and she's like it's a very good thing and samantha's all surprised or not surprised but like um, like like smug and happy with herself which i think is hysterical that she's like yeah that's right i mastered a new language i love that (laughs) (laughs) one of my bosses Hmm. managers who worked at adam and eve had this very firm vendetta (laughs) that female ejaculation was wrong that was was not wrong that it was it wasn't real 
That it wasn't a real thing. That, that it wasn't it was, a real thing. Like, in the sense that she believed that it was just pee, or in yeah. the sense that... She was she, like, uh, whoever says that they squirt are lying, and it's just girls peeing. Why would they pee, though? These are the questions that we asked. And what, She's also an asshole and thinks the moon landing was fake. The moon landing was fake? Okay, so she's... She was like, um, I read up on all that. There's gamma rays and shit. You could not make it. And I was like... There's gamma rays and shit? You read up on it? Where did you read that? The Incredible Hulk? Oh my god. Uh, That's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. For, I'm embarrassed I'm for her. I'm secondhand embarrassment. That's awful. I just wish her the best. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but still, yikes. Uh, but yeah. That's that's the girls. That's the episode. Them's the girls, and that's the episode. That's the whole thing. Have you got anything, Dad? Um, no one gets a resolution. Marina starts no. jerking off because she's over eating chocolate. True. She needed, which I mean, I don't know why she wasn't doing both. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing it was better. Dumb. They, than they eating... had nothing else to do with Marina, so like we're gonna give her the traditional she's eating chocolate story right. arc. Yeah, which is terrible, but also. Uh, like, Charlotte and Trey are back together. We'll see how long that lasts. Spoilers, it's not going to be very long. Hopefully half an episode. Samantha is a lesbian, apparently. Yeah. And Carrie likes her man, likes the sex, doesn't like that he doesn't... That he doesn't listen to her, that it's not an actual relationship because it's really just the sex and him being ADD boy most of the time. But she's going to get her nut in while she can. Yeah, because she's a horrible person. And it seemed very rem- reminiscent of the Coyote Ugly scene with fucking Kevin <laughs> and Piper Parabo's character. I don't. How do I remember Kevin and not Piper Parabo's character? I have no idea. And that's also not how I thought that her last name was pronounced. So how do you say it? I thought it was like Piper Purdue or something like that. I thought it was like a wacky thing. I have no idea. Though. I used to call her Piper Pablo because of <laughs> PD Pablo, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they just they relate it. And then I, it would be Piper Parablo, and then I realized there was no L in it, so I was like Piper Prabo, <laughs> which I still don't think I've heard it said out loud because nobody talks about her. Which disrespect. I love her. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you what she's been in other than Covert Affairs on USA Network, but I, that's what I'm gonna say it. We can't talk about Maria Bello, though. I love her. She's so beautiful. She has entire Banks was on that. Mm-hmm. John Goodman was in that. John Goodman. Leanne Rimes and her problematic ass was on that. Her problematic ass. <laughs> That's Kate so true. A Melanie Linsky was in that. That was that was a lot. You know what replaced, though? Because I like Coyote Ugly, because it's one of those, like, it's trashy, but I love it. But there's one movie that sort of knocked it out of the running for me. If you say the movie that I think you're going to say, we're going to fight. It's going to be on site. What what movie do you think I'm going to say? Let's say at the same time. What? <laughs> no, wait. I have to think about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know the name now. Yes. What? Two, Two three, three. Burlesque. Yeah. Oh, I fucking <laughs> knew you were that bitch. I'm leaving. I'm going to get my shoes and I'm going to go. Well, listen, uh, it's because Burlesque has Kristen Bell in it. I don't care. Oh. <gasps> it was bad. That movie was very bad. The music That's was, why it was not good. It was good because it was bad. No. No. Just like Coyote, Coyote Ugly, Ugly was... had heart. It had charm. Did it? Yes. Okay. Burlesque had one good song as sung by Cher. Yes, because Cher. Because Cher. The rest of it was garbage. Underutilized Christina Aguilera. Underutilized yeah. Alan Cumming. Yes. Underutilized Stanley Tucci. And Kristen Bell. And Kristen Bell. And somehow they underutilized Julianne Huff. Which I was like, how are you going to underlight, underuse Julianne Huff? Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible music. Why didn't they get a fucking duet? 
is my number one goddamn question. Why does Cher and Christina not sing together? Also, it was the same exact movie, but said to be a musical. Mm -hmm. And it was wrong. And the whole thing wrapped up with air rights. With air fucking properties. That's true. That's so stupid. (laughs) I like that it was stupid. I'm not defending it in any sort of way. I like it because it's a dumb fucking movie, but I would rather watch Burlesque than Coyote Ugly because of Kristen Bell and Cher. Which is fair. And Cam Chichende's butt. Yeah. But I'm just mad at them. Coyote Ugly promised me nothing and gave me everything. Burlesque. (laughs) Burlesque promised me everything and gave me garbage. It shit in its hand and presented it to me and put a birthday candle on top of it. And the birthday candle wasn't even fucking lit. That's how disrespectful that goddamn movie was. I'm mad. You know where Cher was used better? Mama Mia 2, here we go again. She came in for two songs, killed it, and that movie was fun. That, I spent the entire movie just waiting for her to arrive. I knew that bitch was going to so, come on the end. I'm so I, ma- I was so mad because I was like about halfway through and I was just like, they're, gonna, they're just going to trot her the fuck out, aren't they? And they... Did. I'm so mad at it. I can't wait for this to come up when I'm doing celebrity interviews. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I love working with this director and blah, blah, blah. And they can be like, oh, really? Because there's this podcast. Here's what you said <laughs> about burlesque. And then they're going to play it. They're going to be like, we sh- have you shook. And I'm like, uh, did you hear what I said? Did you hear the veracity in my throat when I said it? And I'll say it again. That movie was fucking garbage. I don't care that I'm working with the director right now. I don't care that Cher is here. Cher didn't like this movie. Christina Aguilera didn't like this movie. Nobody likes the movie. Nobody who worked on this movie liked the movie. Except for Ken Kitchen Day. Because nobody will hire him. And they gave him money for that movie. No. Nobody cared. And I'll say it again. And I'll say it again. Till the day I die. That movie's bad. (laughs) And people will fight me. And they're like, but the music was good. You're lying. No, it really wasn't that good. None of it was good. I hit peaks so hard. I didn't know that. I felt this way about burlesque. No, I did. I lied. Because I have this fight with my friends all the time. I, yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's one of those trashy things where it's like, it's the same, for me, it's on the same level of trash, but I enjoy it as like showgirls. Like if I'm flipping through the channels and it's on TV, I'm like, ah, trash, let's do it. <laughs> I think I need to sit down for showgirls. I need to make it an event. I have need to you... know that I'm going to have alcohol. I need to know that I have already eaten because that movie's too damn long. Have you not seen it? No, I have seen oh, it. Oh, okay. No, 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 I've seen okay, it. I've seen okay, it. Okay. But it's never a movie. One, I don't have cable, so I don't just stumble upon a movie. But even in the early days, I'd be able to be like, no, okay, it's playing right now. That means it's going to play three hours later on the West Coast side. So So I'm going to make sure that I have wine, that I have eaten dinner, Mm -hmm. and that I don't need to use the restroom because I'm going to sit down and watch this in its entirety. I want to watch it tonight now. But but I understand because if Coyote Ugly is on, wherever, whenever, I'd be like, don't fucking talk to me. Wherever it is is where I'm going to sit down and watch it and I'll fill anybody in word for word. Yes, that's true. I was, I think I was on a date once and it was in a bar and it was playing and I just completely tuned him out. It's Coyote Ugly! I was just like, this is Coyote Ugly. We need to watch this. I'm sorry. Here, have your drink. (laughs) There's layers. There's black women. There's white women. There's people singing. People overcoming their fears. Her mom died. Her apartment gets broken into. I had that same refrigerator. Oh my god. (laughs) I love it. I have feelings about Coyote Ugly. And I have feelings about burlesque. I know. Everybody knows now. (sighs) I'm sweating. (laughs) Start dripping soon. Oh my gosh. All right, let's turn on the AC. And kick it off. So we will see everyone next time. But until then, remember, always wear a condom. And that burlesque is trash. And also, just wear a condom. 
Especially when you're watching burlesque. Don't fuck anyone who makes you watch burlesque. Truth. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>